Kia This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Kia ora Wellington and welcome to Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. This is B-Side Stories. I'm Perrine. I'm Laura. Welcome along today. We Kia ora. <laughs> got some people who make Wellington tick coming into our studio today. Absolutely. Uh, Perrine, um, who are we talking to in the second half? So, I don't know if you've heard, but there's a pretty cool new true crime podcast being made in Aotearoa at the moment. Ooh. The only thing about this true crime podcast is it may not actually be true. It might be fake true crime. <clears throat> Okay. We are talking to <laughs> Laura Robinson, co-writer, co-director, producer, and performer of Killjoy, which is a podcast at the moment being dispersed on your airwaves through Radio New Zealand, RNZ, and online. Neat. Okay. I haven't heard this podcast yet, but oh, I do like true, the true crime ones. Well, yeah, if you like a send-up of those in particular, you will enjoy this. Ooh, okay, I see. <laughs> Sometimes they're a bit spooky for me. I haven't been spooked by this one yet, uh, yes. but maybe I'm just tough, you know? Years yeah. of watching horror films at Halloween time. Mm-hmm. I have always thought that about you, actually, Perrine. Yeah. Um, before we get into the second, uh, to the first half of the show, mm-hmm. can I just check in with you about your democracy series? <gasps> Democracy! That's what we're calling it, right? Laura talks to... Laura talks to candidates for local council. Um, There are five awesome interviews with independent candidates running for local government positions, and they're all under 25 years old. So it's all about young people who are getting into politics. They're available on our podcast feed. On our SoundCloud page, on our Facebook page, you can find the links, and they're totally awesome. These just quite, um, quite uh, personal conversations with um, young people about what prompted them to get into running for office and um, what the issues are that they care about. I thought they were great too. Oh, <laughs> um, so if anyone listening has not yet decided who they might vote for and is planning on dropping in a form to the council or the library in the next few days, have a listen. See if they can sway you to vote for them. That's right. So <laughs> as this goes over the airwaves, you um, have just today to drop your ballot in the mail if you want to send it in the mail. But don't worry if you've uh, haven't mailed it in yet, you can drop it off in person to, as Perrine pointed out, a, a library or a, a city council service center. Yeah. So make sure you get your ballot filled in and vote before the 12th, noon on the 12th of Wonderful. October. Democracy in action. It's All right. happening. <laughs> Should we crack into the first half of the show? Who yeah. do you have? Well, we've got a bike person. I'm quite excited. I love talking about bikes. So uh, we are talking all about Bike Fest, the Greater Wellington Regional Council's big initiative to celebrate and encourage cycling in our region. So we're joined by um, Amelia Wilkins, the Greater Wellington's uh, Travel Choice Coordinator, uh, to tell us more. Hi, Amelia. Hey. How are you guys? Welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So just tell me about what Bike Fest is to to start off with. Yeah, so um, 
the Greater Wellington Bike Fest, it's a, a bit of an initiative between the Greater Wellington Regional Council and Wellington City Council and Hutt City Councils as well HIP, um, have done a lot to, to kick this off. Yeah. And basically it's just a big month-long October festival celebrating all that is bikes. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um, lots of different events around the region from um, kids' family events to bike fix-ups to crazy races for, you know, the hardcores and, uh, <laughs> and um, you know, road cycling and mountain biking. It's all, it's all in there, something for everybody. Neat. Yeah. So what, what's the idea of having bike events? Is it kind of... Is it about getting people active and outside or about, I don't know, the the bigger vision <laughs> of zero carbon transport? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I guess all, all of the above, if you want it to be. Um, take your pick. It's um, We're part of the regional transport team, so our swing on it is, is a bit of a transport swing, but it overlaps into so many things. Um, just... Getting people to dust off the cobwebs in spring. Um, there's there's lots going on, you know, in the the summer months. But um, yeah, to get started doing that in in spring, whether it's because you want to be outdoors a bit more, whether you've got um, a sustainability mindset, or if you just think, man, it's been a few years, and uh, maybe it's time to just remember what that that feeling was like. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Um, what is the feeling like? What, what's it like to ride a bike in Wellington? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Where are we riding? <laughs> um, <laughs> say, say if you just need to go to the shops or get into town in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, round the, I ride round the bays, and um, this morning particularly it was quite windy. So <laughs> <laughs> I may not have any hills, but sometimes it feels like I do. Yeah. Um, and... Um, yeah, it's, um, I suppose, dependent on where you're riding, dependent on what kind of bike you've got, heaps of e-bikes that really, you know, um, metaphorically flatten those hills. Um, so if you're, you're thinking about an e-bike, it could be a pretty good idea. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, otherwise, uh, mountain biking is my, my thing in my spare time. So hoping my, my new commute over summer will be up and over Mount Vic. We'll see how that goes. Right. So instead of coming around the bays, you'll be going up the hill in the morning. Yeah, and down the tracks. Cool. Yeah, yeah. See the sunrise, maybe, if I can <laughs> stir that early. Wow. But uh, the earlier mornings really help. <laughs> yeah. It was a challenge going through winter. It's right. It's cold and it's wet and it's... Yeah. Yeah, not too windy, though, thankfully. So, yeah, it yeah. has been okay this year. Yeah, so it's... um. Yeah, each day is quite different, yeah. and you certainly feel invigorated <laughs> by the time you're sitting in your seat at work. <laughs> uh, okay, very good. So what kind of events and festivities are available for people to join in with? Yeah, well, all sorts, really. Um, you, you were saying just before we went on air, there's 80 80 events? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy so smokes. we all kicked off on the 1st of October. Right. And it's running through the whole month. And um, yeah, so far, school holidays. So we've had a lot of kids focused events. Cool. Um, our last bike rodeo 
is in <coughs> Porirua on Friday, and that's um, ideally kids age three to ten just have an, an obstacle course, and they're you know jumping over things, or there's a seesaw thing, some little steps, and oh. and they just turn around, they have a blast. <laughs> it's unreal how much energy those kids have, right? Um, and another uh, cool one we're doing, um, one of my favourites, is the e-friding. E-friding. Friding. Riding on Friday. Ah, this is a new word. <laughs> e-friding, being riding an e-bike. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, and so that's down at uh, Switched On Bikes. Every Friday between uh, 12 noon and 1.30, you can just come down and uh, have a go on an e-bike and um, go in the drawer if you so choose to win a Blue Bridge travel voucher worth $150. So um, could could be an incentive. Yeah. <laughs> so this is all that's, – that's like you can try out an e-bike and it's all, it's all free every Friday. Every Friday in October. Yeah, yeah. You just head yeah, down yeah. at lunchtime, and you can. Yeah, kind of yeah. Like so we do have it. limited bikes, so don't leave it too late. Yeah. But um, yeah, like the we just had our our first session on it Friday, just gone, and oh, these people came back buzzing and said, oh, we just went up to Mount Vic and <laughs> wow, on their lunchtime and just on their lunch, took about half an hour up up and back, Neat. and um, and they were buzzing. It was really cool. Yeah. So, um, fingers crossed we have some more dry days. And, yeah. But we'll, we'll be there, rain or shine. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, Gosh. you should try it in all weather, that's oh, what I say. I know, I know. Come prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so, good old spring weather. Cool. Okay, yeah. so some, some rodeos for the kids. That sounds fun. Yeah, some e-friding. Um, another one I'm really excited about is a family bike picnic in conjunction with Bicycle Junction, and it's just down at Waitangi Park, and it's all about cargo bikes. And, um, you know, the kids, we've all seen them probably now, and there's two or three kids on one bike and cruising around with mum or dad, and uh, this is an opportunity. It's on the 19th of October for um, people to come down who have a cargo bike already or uh, thinking about getting one, or just wanted to give one a go. There'll be just a bit of a community feel there where people can share their stories and their hot tips, or what works well for them, what what didn't work so well. Um, <coughs> yeah, and just, just an opportunity to, to get together and talk about kayo bikes. <laughs> yeah, and have a picnic, I suppose. Is and, that part yeah, of it? BYO Kai. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Wow. So it sounds like there's like an opportunity for people of different ages and also for people to try different bicycles, like different yeah. kinds of <coughs> different kinds of two wheeled um yeah. options. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's um and, and so some some of this is being organized um by us or with us and others there are the standalone events that are happening otherwise um uh, happening anyway. So there's the BMX club. Are doing something and cool. um, PMP are um, cross country riding and so there's yeah all all sorts going yeah. on. How how can we sort of find the list of events or or learn about them all so we can figure out what yeah most sign yourself in. Yeah. <laughs> sign yourselves up sign up for the ones we want to join. Yeah, so um, the 
Greater, the Bike Greater Welly Facebook page should have most events. So this isn't the Greater Wellington Regional Council page. It's actually it's actually a separate page called Bike Greater Welly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is to make things confusing, it is a Greater Wellington page, right. but um, Bike Greater Welly is just a um, kind of an addition that is. Based on, it's all about bikes and yep. um, some hot tips and some competitions and um, yeah, where where to find out about these uh, bike fest events as well. So we've got um, most of the events loaded up on the Bike Greater Welly Facebook page, and you can also go to bikethere.org.nz and there'll be a list of events on on that calendar as well. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is most events you can just rock up. You don't have to pre-register. So um, pick the ones you fancy and hope for a sunny day. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your role in um, sort of Bike Fest and the organization of this little month month of biking activities? Yeah, yeah. So um, I am kind of pulling the, pulling it together yeah. with the help of my colleagues and as I said, Hutt City and Wellington City have been yeah. great to to um, uh, get things going in, in their respective regions. And um, so, yeah, my role is to to pull it together. To um, we just really wanted. We know that there are heaps of cool bike events going on, and we just wanted to see them collated in in one area and give it a bit of a boost. And you know, have a have a, a bit more of a thing coming into summer. So um, that's kind of me, and then turning up and hopefully spending time with with people <laughs> at these events and, and doing the fun part as well. Yeah, <laughs> not just the oh. sitting behind the desk part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a fun fun role. Yeah, um, that's cool. So, and and you mentioned that you are a cyclist. You you ride on the regular. Yeah, yeah. So I um I was thinking about this actually, and um. Your mum keeps bringing up the story. She tells anyone she possibly can. <laughs> the first time I went cycling solo around the block on my little tricycle with yeah. the dog. <laughs> little did I know she was following behind me on, in the car and I was four years old and just tootling up and down driveways, collecting stones and <laughs> putting them in the little tray. And <laughs> oh, That's where it started, apparently. <laughs> Just long-time bike adventurer. Oh, I know. And then, you know, teenage years, I had a bit of a gap. But it, um, I got my commuter bike in February this year, and I thought, oh, we'll just see how it goes. And every day, that, that seems like, that seems a bit extreme. And some days are windy or cold. And I've been doing it every day since I bought it. And I can't believe it. I'm just, I'm addicted. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big convert now. And right. I picked my route, and um, yeah, I think the the biggest thing for me was was route selection and finding someone that I trusted who could help me navigate some of those streets, some mm-hmm. some better than others, probably, and um, and what time of day could be better to ride, and what do I wear, you know, what do I have to bring, How, do I have to get changed when I get to work, and what does that look like, and yeah, yeah so. Um, it was it was a shift in um in my my routine, but I just love it. You know, now if I if I don't ride, um 
feels a bit strange and yeah yeah stuck in traffic or you know <laughs> circling the block trying to find a park I, I can almost park anywhere yeah. <laughs> within reason <laughs> well what what's I mean how did who did you get to help you when you started biking well I was fortunate um my colleagues <laughs> being in a travel choice team and um we were formerly the sustainable the sustainable transport team. So it's all kind of, um, it was there for me. But as soon as I started having those conversations, all sorts of people came out of the woodwork. And um, there were a couple of friends who used to ride and, and hadn't, and, and that was an opportunity for them to consider getting back into it. And some of my mountain bike friends talking about what their commute options were like. So, um yeah, starting that conversation was was a big win, and just building that toolbox as you progress. And what was the answer to like? Do I have a special? Do I have to buy lycra? Yeah. What do I have to wear? <laughs> oh gosh, you will not see me in lycra. I can. <laughs> no one would want to. I wouldn't put that upon anybody. <laughs> um, no, I just wear. Um, depends where I'm riding, I suppose. But right. you know, if I'm just tootling off down the road then I might just wear jeans and a t-shirt and if I'm going a bit further afield then I might wear something a bit more sturdy (laughs) you know decent Mm. pair of shorts um something that's not going to rub on anything nothing too baggy that's going to get caught in your chain and um but otherwise just something that's quite comfortable yeah yeah and um what kind of people ride bikes in Wellington do you find oh you name it yeah, um, just all sorts. I mean, you have the lycra clads, and um, yeah, yeah. and um, and they'll hoon past. <laughs> and sometimes I think they're on an e-bike, but they're not. They're just amazing riders. Yeah. Um, and then you've got you know your your average Joe that just uses it as a um, an opportunity to be outside, or maybe it, they don't fancy the gym, so this is their their opportunity to get a bit of bit of peddling in um or it's yeah a, a sustainable choice and that's just their mode of transport so yeah um it's yeah it's something for everybody big small fast not so fast <laughs> I had a really great conversation with my neighbor the other day who they'd you know we always said hi and didn't know them that well and they just seemed like a regular nice suburban family <laughs> And they've recently got a cargo e-bike and um, they are on it all the time. And my neighbour was saying, he's like, my sense of fun in my life has just increased so much. There's so much more joy. (laughs) And he was so he and his partner and their small child, they go out on it together. And I've seen them on it on like really rainy, windy days, and he's like, we hardly ever take the car anymore. We try never to take it, and I'm just like, this is a cool shift that, you know, you wouldn't have seen a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, and the multitude of reasons that get people to, you know, think about that, and yeah, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's really cool. Does that tempt you to... Well, so I write... (laughs) regular push bike. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but I do think that if I ever lived somewhere with more of a hill than Berenpore, then I would be interested in yeah. going the e-bike way. 
Because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> efficient, others might mm, call it. Yes. You know? <laughs> and also it is hard getting um, overtaken by all those e-bike people all the time. Like, well, you just, yeah. you, can't, you can't get too precious about it, I think. You just <laughs> no. have to say, good for you. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. I'm on my own schedule here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It is, it's quite different though. We were house-sitting in um, Karori in, for five weeks and that's that's some big hills on the way home. Mm-hmm. It was great coming in, but um, yeah, when I saw the e-bikes flying past and I was trudging up the hill, and I really um, it took me a while to get into it. Being used to riding on the flat and the hills were a bit of a shock, and I was exhausted by the end of the week. So. Yeah, I think having an e-bike, you know, you'd still have that energy to then do the other activities or, you know, you'd have a bit more time <laughs> at the end of your day because it's not taking quite as long to to get home. So, sure. yeah, it's, a, it's been quite an, um, yeah, it just has opened the doors for all sorts of people, the, yeah. the young or the the people who aren't, don't think they're fit enough mm. or need a bit of an assistance getting started or older or disabilities. So, it's yeah, it's been really cool to see. And, and I actually really like seeing, like, just, like, some ordinary person totally in their work clothes mm. jumping onto an Onzo bike. And oh, like, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a little bit small for them and they kind of like wheel yeah. wheel along for a few blocks or however yeah, however yeah. far they need to Feet go. Feet pedaling really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> one speed only. One speed, just like, yeah. Um, or battling through the headwinds and you think, oh, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to have really kind of uh, brought in a different... A, a different kind of person to riding a bike in the city because you don't have to have your own bike. You can just hop yeah. on a bike whenever you need one. Yeah, it's cool. And using that as, um, you know, an additional mode of transport if you, you know, we're part of the Travel Choice team at Greater Wellington and that it's, it is what it, it says, really. It's the um, about having travel choices. And so the likes of Onzo have have opened that up for people who maybe otherwise wouldn't have thought about doing that. And you can see them cruising around, especially when they first got started. People were just in hysterics, and this was amazing, and <laughs> I haven't been on a bike in ages. And <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. Oh, my gosh. There's so much talk about joy and enjoyment and, like, getting outside when you talk about riding bikes. It's mm. not just your average commute. It's not just another way to get from A to B. No, and it's not serious all the time. And it's there and it can just be quite carefree. And obviously, you know, there's other road users and pedestrians and we've all got to be aware. But um, but it is cool. You can just take it at your own pace. And if you want to blast through it on the road, then that's one option. Otherwise, you can cruise around with the kids or or your dog, or, or whatever, and, and stop for a coffee or a beer, and many options. One of, either. <laughs> one of life's great joys is having a bit of a mountain bike ride or a ride around the bays and stopping for a beer at the end. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty darn good yeah. weekend day, if I, you ask I think me. the breweries have really set themselves up quite strategically. <laughs> <laughs> there. Garage project onto a bit of a winner. <laughs> yeah, just the bottom of the trails there. Exactly. You can hop yeah. Up and get a beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
That sounds super cool. Uh, I look forward to getting involved in those bike events. So tell us one more time the website and how people can find the events. Yep. So the website is bikethere.org.nz. Bikethere.org.nz. Yep. And Facebook page is Bike Greater Welly. Bike Greater Welly on Facebook for all the events and um, free e-opportunities, e and E frying and e, frying, e frying, frying. Oh gosh! <laughs> and other um, cargo bike and biking opportunities. Yeah, that sounds so fun, Amelia. Thanks for coming in to tell us about Bike Fest. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for having me. That program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.